I'm Robin Amler of IBS Intelligence. You're listening to the IBS iViews podcast. With me is James Hickman, Chief Operating Officer of EcoSpend. Our first topic of discussion, you've announced a partnership with London Mutual Credit Union. What is it you're actually offering them? So we will be providing a more secure payment process for the union by allowing their clients to make payments to their accounts using our open banking payment initiation services, as opposed to some of the incumbent processes such as cards. And this means that every transaction will be authorized using our bank level security. It reduces the risk of fraud and it eradicates the risk of chargebacks also. You're basically a third party provider for uh, open banking solutions, yes? Correct. We are a third-party provider in the field of open banking. We're regulated by the FCA for both payments and data. We launched about two and a half years ago. We went live about a year ago, um, notably winning our first piece of business with the government, with the HMRC, um, who we now provide payment initiation services for their tax collection. Uh, And we're live with self-assessment, PAYE, corporation tax and VAT. I'll come back to that particular contract in a moment, if I may, but just to stick briefly with London Mutual Credit Union, this is just the latest organisation that you have providing, I presume, economies and efficiencies to, helping them to manage cash flow in a more efficient manner and streamlining the process for customers. This is what open banking should be doing, is it not? Yes, open banking benefits both the consumer and the merchant, in this case, London Mutual. But really, from a merchant's perspective, it allows a much more seamless and efficient way to collect money and receive payments without the need for holding uh, card data. So you don't need to be PCI compliant. It's a much more cost efficient way of doing things because you're not paying expensive transaction fees. And it also means that you're receiving the funds instantly. They're not being diverted off to a sort of a a, a middleman for a period of time. From a consumer's point of view, again, in the case of London Mutual, they're able to pay money into their accounts instantly. So they're not wasting valuable time where they could be missing out on interest payments. They're also not having to share any personal card data. It's a more secure process for them as well. Everything you've just described, and now let me come back to the elephant in the room you mentioned, the contract with the government, with the the tax authorities, everything you've just described about the way open banking works, about the way your solutions assist an organisation, is also true for the taxman, isn't it? It is, but I think ultimately the taxman works for the taxpayer, so the efficiencies can be passed on to hopefully better spending in more effective ways for, you know, for society. I think the other thing to point out, particularly with regards to HMRC, is when I make an open banking or when I make a tax payment into HMRC using an open banking journey, all the key data is pre-filled. So there is no room for me to make any manual mistakes. So I'm sure you're aware that there are many billions of pounds held in suspense accounts where money has been paid into HMRC and effectively gone missing because someone has incorrectly inputted the tax reference number or the wrong sort code and account number. That cannot happen with an open banking payment as proven by the fact that since we launched 
uh, just over six months ago, not one single payment has has ended up in a suspense account. So there's been a 100% success rate in money landing in the right place, if that makes sense. So uh, that's a clear cost saving cost benefit, not only for HMRC, but for any other merchant that decided to, to use this service because you're not relying on the customer or the taxpayer to manually input uh, information. It is also beneficial for the taxpayer as well, though, because if you're saying money is not going astray, that means lots of taxpayers are not seeing their tax money going astray. Absolutely right. So it's a, it's a, it's a significant headache for many people when they have to deal with caseworkers to try and unravel payments that have been made or, or gone missing. And equally, you know, for society, if money is held in a suspense account, I believe it cannot then be deployed for the greater good of the country, think nurses, hospitals, etc., until it's been effectively identified. So you're removing that in one fell swoop. And I think that's been a, a very happy outcome of, of, of the programme so far. Well, let's just talk a little bit about the background to this. So you as a TPP, and there are lots of TPPs, please don't think I'm casting aspersions, you have won a contract to provide this technology to the government. How did that happen? What was it like getting the win? Well, it was a a fairly remarkable sort of David and Goliath story in many ways. We launched our strategy and our commercial strategy in October we threw our hat into the ring with HMRC, thinking that it would be a, a good initiative for us to participate in. We then found ourselves in the in the finals against very significant uh, blue chip global brands, and we weren't expecting to win. We just felt that it was great to be in uh, in such uh, exalted company. But anyway, based on our, our technology, our reach, our connections, the fact that. Open banking is essentially a a level playing field and the government procurement process is a very, whilst very forensic, it is also a very balanced and uh, independent analysis of the market. We were lucky enough to to win. So I think, uh, yeah, I would say this, of course, but it was a great thing that such a contract in such a new and exciting technology was given to an emerging young business rather than a large incumbent. And it also shows the highly disruptive nature of this technology that a relatively small startup such as us can uh, ultimately uh, win a large contract that you would typically expect to go to maybe one of the larger blue chip brands. Am I right in thinking this particular contract was the first of its kind with the government? Absolutely. So this is the first use of open banking by a sovereign government anywhere in the world. So I think hats off to our friends at HMRC. Ironic, perhaps, in some ways that the, the, the trailblazers of this interesting emerging technology is, in fact, the government that you don't necessarily always associate with cutting edge innovation. And it's probably the biggest single execution of uh, of, of this technology in any um scenario so it's been a big success on that front and it's also a big success for for the uk because the uk environment for open banking is very conducive and very amenable to tpps uh, the the government and the open banking implementation entity have both done a brilliant job in ensuring that the banks are compliant that hasn't happened in other parts of the world nearly as quickly so we have pretty much the best use case of open banking in uh, in, in in the world here in the UK so it's it's I think it's a good British technology success story as well not that you're banging the drum at all of course <laughs> let's let's round up finally then looking at 
open banking as it currently exists, particularly in the UK, what are the next steps? How do you see it evolving? It's very early stage. So I think we have to allow the awareness to grow. I mean, obviously, it's the, the, the quicker the awareness grows, the better, but we have to accept that there'll be an organic element to it. It reminds me a little bit of that Bill Gates quote where we overestimate the change we expect to happen in two years, but we underestimate the change that happens in 10. Um, we're certainly seeing not quite the emergence of a tipping point yet, but we are certainly seeing adoption grow exponentially. And within open banking, there are you know a number of initiatives coming through. Uh, one is something called VRP, which is variable recurring payments, which whilst again still in its infancy, uh, we expect to be a contender to challenge direct debits at some point and also the growth of open banking data solutions so the fact that you know you can offer a much more accurate much more cost effective and much quicker solution to things like credit checks affordability assessments supporting vulnerable customers and so on so we've recently signed up with a large utility company and for payments but they also want to use open banking data to completely overhaul their social tariffs process so as you know social tariffs are offered to uh, households that find it difficult to pay their water bill it's a very time consuming and costly and manual process currently but actually that can be replaced and completely revolutionized using you know very accurate up to the minute open banking data so there are many many different use cases and opportunities across the entire economy for both payments and data James Hickman, Chief Operating Officer of EcoSpend, thank you very much.